1: Hey Dylan, I just wanted to say I have another podcast. You're cheating on me, mate. <laughs> In some ways, I'm cheating on Sinead, and I only like you with you. So, just wanted to let everyone know. Um, I always forget to mention it, but another podcast. It's a movie review podcast that I do with Sinead, who's my partner, and also was on our Paddington episode a few, few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get amongst some really interesting discussions about the latest movies, and um, that's the place to be. I miss
2: you, man. I miss you, man. Why don't you sing? Oh. I miss you, man. There we go. Is that what you're no. Yes, thank you. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you,
1: man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Hello and welcome to another episode of I Miss You, Man. My name is Lonnie. This guy's name is Dylan. Sometimes. <laughs> nah, it is. How are you, Dylan? I'm fine. How are you? I'm pretty good. Now, Dylan. Yes? If someone clicked on this episode because they're interested in Seinfeld, or maybe they're interested in oh. 9-11, who knows, oh, could you give them a rundown on the I Miss You Man format?
2: All right. So, Lonnie, normally it's about two men who miss each other. That's you and me. Mm-hmm. And so we started this podcast, and each week we take turns hosting a topic and taking the other on a journey through life, pop culture, and everything in between.
1: 100%, Dylan. This episode is really all about life, pop culture, and everything in between.
2: Pretty much, yeah. We're at that
1: intersection, aren't we?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Another joint effort, this one.
1: It is, yeah. We've helped each other out a bit these last few episodes. Loving it, though. Now, as I said, this week we're looking at the 9-11 Seinfeld episode. Now clearly this isn't an episode that went to air um mainly because seinfeld ended in 1998 i believe and Mm. also you just wouldn't do this sort of thing um it's a spec script so it's like a bit like a fan fiction-esque scenario um there's a comedian named billy uh, domino in 2016 Uh, apparently he was like throwing ideas around with some friends when they were doing like writing sketches Mm. And then he had, like, some idea about, like, something that was really poor taste, and that idea was, you know, what would happen if Seinfeld went through 9-11? Now, like, that's interesting to me. It's really interesting to me, really. And I don't want to, of course, we're not going to make fun of, you know, make light of the actual events because it's tragic. But, like, this intersection between art and real life, pop culture and tragic life events, like, that's... That's a compelling juncture for me. I don't, what, what do you reckon, Dylan?
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Did
1: you, did you read the episode I sent you?
2: Uh, I skimmed it, you yeah. gave it a yeah. skim? Oh, yeah.
1: Um, well, here is how the AV Club, which is a really cool website, um, yeah. they describe the plot
2: mm.
1: of this make-believe episode of 9-11 happening around Seinfeld.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah.
1: Jerry develops an aversion to the dust that settled over New York City. Elaine discovers much to her chagrin. uh, Elaine discovers much to her chagrin.
2: Chagrin. Chagrin. Jesus. Chagrin. Chagrin. Jesus.
1: (laughs) Elaine discovers much to her chagrin. That word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That the guy she wanted to dump didn't end up dying in the attack.
2: I like that. That's funny. That's darkly funny.
1: That is. That's probably the darkest one. Well, they're all pretty dark, actually. Uh, George is mistaken for a mysterious hero who saved a dozen people from the World Trade Center.
2: <laughs>
1: and Kramer tries to get the government to replace his box cutters, which were stolen by his friend and were used in the nine eleven 11 hijacking. Funny, yeah. but also so dark, right?
2: Yeah. If it was like, um, you know, what's, what's that uh, saying about comedy? Time plus tragedy equals comedy. Is that what it is?
1: yeah and I, I think this being written in 2016 and going a little bit viral i don't yeah if this came out a week after 9-11... oh
2: jesus no yeah take away no
1: and do you think it's disrespectful at all to you even enter into this sort of scenario
2: I mean I like south Park and that <laughs> that uh that makes fun of a lot of uh, taboo subjects I think they said that um Aid started becoming funny after like twenty years, that sort of thing. Mm. So, you know, definitely controversial, but you know, it's um, uh, I lean more towards the side of uh, I think that's uh, that's funny when it's done right, obviously. Well,
1: I think yeah, it's context, isn't it? And it's mm. it's how you do it more than what you do, exactly. Probably. Yeah. Well. Um. Now there have been some films made about nine eleven, um, World yeah. Trade Center, and other other things. Yeah. Yeah. And lots of other art around that time, actually. Like, there's even a Spider-Man comic. Have you ever come across this one, Dylan?
2: Oh, no. Didn't think they'd do that because they cut that out of the movie originally.
1: But they did, yeah. There was, like, mm. I, th- I couldn't find much information about it online, actually. But I found I found the comic. I have read through it. Mm. Um, but I think it might be one of those things where they, like, you know, all sales that week, all the profit went to a charity, that, that sort of scenario.
2: Oh, see, that's okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah and
1: it famously had a black cover as well because of sort of... Mm. you know in respect yeah sure um and it, basically it's about you know 9 11 happening and the superheroes going down to help which that ooh, that kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit in some Super ways going in to help. well it's just like i don't know are you exploiting this idea and then like the yeah, 9-11's happening and they've got they've drawn it up and then like spider-man's they helping lift up a some rubble and stuff. Like, oh my Yeah.
2: I but, mean, it's, it's a fantasy. So it's kind of like wishful thinking, I suppose. Like if only this could have happened, that sort of thing. And if, yeah. if all the profits are going to charity, like you said, I think mm. that's good. I think there was a guy that wrote a song about 9-11 that profited off it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was dodgy. Didn't like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. I think maybe that's the thing to me. It's like, you're pretending as if the superheroes were there, but they weren't there. So like, it's, it's a bit weird to me. Yeah. But there is a, there's a really nice line from Spider-Man, in
2: mm-hmm. his narration.
1: I'll read it out to you, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. The sane world will always be vulnerable to madmen, because we cannot go where they go to conceive of such things, which is quite nice for a Spider-Man cartoon or comic about 9-11. Mm,
2: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and the other weird thing about it is that, like, there are some um, supervillains there who are, like, sad oh, about no. it.
2: Which is like Oh, okay sad about it okay that's
1: alright well they're sad about to, like, it help. for sure which is fair enough. like obviously you could be sad about nine eleven but like isn't the whole thing about blowing stuff up like
2: yeah I was gonna say I was <laughs> ho- I was hoping it wasn't gonna be like Green Goblin was uh, pumpkin bombing the Twin no. Towers and no. that sort of thing I was like oh god
1: no oh, Jesus but like in every other movie in every other comic and cartoon they're all oh yeah they're all destroying all buildings pro- and stuff. yeah so. yeah
2: probably blowing stuff up they yeah, love it. yeah. yeah. Well, all of a sudden, because it's not them, they're like, oh,
1: yeah, because it's real life; yeah. they got to treat it seriously. But like, and that that is true. Like, it is it's all fictional, cartoons and stuff, so like it's okay, other mm. scenarios. But yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking this intersection between real life and tragedy is quite interesting to me.
2: Well, I mean, do you like condemn the movie Titanic? Do you, do you feel iffy about that movie too?
1: Not, not really. Do I think I think that is purely a time thing, isn't it?
2: Time, mate. Time plus tragedy. It's yeah. like the more time moves on, it's. Seemingly okay to to make movies about these sorts of things.
1: Totally. And is that going to mean in 90 years they'll make a movie about the 9-11 and it's actually a love story? And Possibly. Possibly, hey, yeah. Time, we've, we've mentioned this a few times, time is so weird, isn't it? And how it affects pop culture is especially strange to me.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah, I was reminded of this 9-11 Seinfeld script recently and it just got me thinking, like, what if we applied this concept other TV shows and films and cartoons, etc. Mm. So, what if we did the 9 11 Seinfeld episode to something else, Dylan? Now, I let wow. you in know on this one earlier, didn't I? So, you've got some prepared, and I've got some scenarios prepared as well.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, some of my ideas, like, I have sort of strayed into like crossing over fictional worlds with each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I've tried to keep it kind of realistic ish. I'm not just going to be like, so what happens if, like, Luke Skywalker and Gandalf Go on an adventure Like that's That's not really the concept here It's trying to keep that Spirit alive Of real events happening To fictional worlds And okay. How they intersects Okay um, And some of my ideas Are more detailed than others Some of them I've got like A whole paragraph Some of them I've got like What if this happened That's all I've got So
2: Yeah fair
1: enough Fair enough <laughs> Now Shall I go first Dylan Then you could come in with yours I've got like a yeah. few so.
2: Yeah Yeah no, I'll send it away I've only got a few so. Okay perfect
1: Well my first one I think is my best one Dylan
2: Okay Starting off strong, So, starting
1: off strong, otherwise you can stop listening after this. Okay, beautiful. (laughs) Superman, our boy. Hey, my boy. Love him. But here's the thing, Dylan. Oh, no. He's going to a Trump rally being held in Smallville.
2: Not on the side of Trump, sure. No,
1: no, not at all. Okay. And I'm not sure. I think he's going there initially as a journalist, as Clark Kent. Mm, okay, but then he's, sure. and also it might depend on where you put this in context of Trump's. Is he president? Is he just running? Like, where sure. exactly you put it in in time? Yeah. But of course, Superman is getting there. He's getting upset at all the racist hate being spewed, all the lies. Um, Trump and his supporters, especially, had the media, and people who were different. So that's like that's Superman. He's different. Also, he's a journalist.
2: Mm, okay.
1: Yeah. And like, even though he should have, he toes that line between being. The symbol of America, all-American, good country boy, but also he's an immigrant, an alien, and an outsider. So um, I think that'd be interesting. I'm not quite sure how it ends, though. I'm kind of obviously Superman's not going to agree with Trump.
2: I could see an ending like: um, first of all, I don't like that it's in Smallville. Take that out. The people of Smallville are good people. Like they keep his identity secret from the world, that sort of thing. I don't see them.
1: Right, so maybe Trump. somewhere else in Kansas, and they yeah, d- a yeah. different place, yeah, okay. maybe it,
2: maybe like a next town over, and they're like bad people, that sort of thing.
1: Bigville, yeah.
2: Bigville, <laughs> big town, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, fair enough. Um But yeah, they could be more pro-Trump um, and that sort of thing. But maybe like Superman can like fly in and like give a speech and that sort of thing. That's a bit like thinking. a one-off comic, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. it'd be
1: an Elseworlds sort of thing. And I'm wondering maybe if Clark, quite cleverly, would say he's going there to, like, give a speech with mm. Trump and then Trump's all, like, excited because he's got Superman on his side, like, you know, there's no oh, way yeah, I can lose. The but yeah. then Superman turns up and gives a speech to crying him. What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: good. Defeats yeah. him with his words and his kindness rather exactly. than, like, punching. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Because Superman's more than punching and laser vision, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well Superman's, an inspirational man.
1: That's his superpowers kindness isn't it and that's what he's really about i think
2: kindness and hope definitely
1: yeah yeah. but i do like there is obviously a part of like small town america was all for trump and you know Mm. generally generalizing so i think that could be an interesting um sort of line to toe there i I looked up if this ever happened in the comics or like what was superman doing around trump but i couldn't find a whole lot um i did find that Apparently, in some of the recent comics, Lois went to the White House as a, a correspondent, mm. and then she was, like, getting in fights with the uh, media people who are, you know, obviously basically propagandists for Trump, so it's mm. yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and if you do Google Superman and Trump, Dylan, you get stories about, yeah when he got COVID last year mm. and he went to the hospital and he got better. his Superman plan visited him? Well, no, his plan,
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Trump's plan was to walk out after being cured, and then to rip open his shirt and have Superman underneath her. How
2: fair dare it he? glad that didn't happen. How yeah. fucking dare he? <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Fuck that. How dare you? Superman is sacred, you know? Absolutely. Don't... You piss me off, Neil. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Started off well, didn't I? <laughs> well, well, why don't you give us one of yours, and then we'll hopefully get things back on track.
2: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'm also starting off with my best one, Okay, Good. Uh Shits Creek during COVID. Oh
1: uh, yeah. I've got a COVID one as well. You could do COVID Ooh. for everything, but would give me a Shits Creek episode, please, please. Okay.
2: okay. Uh they pretty much just missed the boat with this song, Lonnie. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah. They just finished yeah. last year, didn't they? End of last year, so
2: Yeah. So we both love Shits Creek. One of our favourite shows, I would say.
1: It is one of us has gone ahead and watched the rest of it without the other, but that's all right.
2: Yeah, the other was taking too long, so oh, that's all oh, right. Albert's got yep.
1: something on his though. So. That's
2: all right. Well, I double-checked with you what you're up to, so I haven't got any spoilers yeah, for you. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, it's like a, a sitcom about a rich family, parents, two kids, lost all their money, have had to relocate to a small town called Shit's Creek, basically. That's mm-hmm, the premise. Mm-hmm. Pretty much do anything with it, it's a sitcom. So Shits Creek, set during COVID, would be great, morning. I can see... David Rose being super worried about it because mm. he has like a, a store. Rose yeah. Rosemary Carey. And of he's thing. a bit
1: of a um, he cares about of the, warrior. He's a bit of a warrior, anxious man, and very keen about keeping healthy and safe and secure. Yeah. Oh, um,
2: absolutely. So you'd have people coming into a store and be yelling, um, "Excuse me, did you sanitize? Did you sanitize? <laughs> that sort of <laughs> thing."
1: He'd be, be kind of, going, like, out. Spraying them and stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, great stuff, mate. Already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Don't touch anything. Look with your eyes." You know, <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick be like, "David, come on." You know, that's yeah. he, you know, great rapport. You could have Johnny Rose um, enforcing new rules around the motel, and uh, you know, Roland coming in not adhering to them. That sort yeah, of thing. like like
1: um, limits about people in rooms and
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Physical, uh, imagine Roland trying like not coming in and giving everyone hugs and kisses and stuff. When yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, "Oh, yeah. you gotta stay away."
2: Yeah, you'd be like, hey, relax, Johnny. Come on. You're yeah. not afraid of a little flu, are you? Mm. And Johnny would be like, well, Roland, that's uh, a lot worse than the flu, you know. You <laughs> you know, for us older gentlemen, it can be, uh, you know, quite deadly in certain instances.
1: <laughs> it's lucky they're in the room with you, Dylan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. right? love it. And then, uh, you know, you could have a little bit of banter, like Roland's like, uh, come on, Johnny, I thought that would only affect you for like 60 or something. And Johnny would be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'll do you, Roland. And he'd be like, 58.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, you know, yeah. good stuff, mate. Okay. could have a uh, fun scene about Maura having to disinfect her wigs every time she comes home. She's sick of it, <laughs> you know. Uh, I can't do a good Maura, so can you do a good Maura? I, I don't think anyone
1: could do that accent. I don't know what it is
2: alexis alexis you know. i can do
1: alexis
2: <laughs> the baby <laughs> yeah uh, uh, john i you know
1: my wigs yeah okay
2: <laughs> my babies i have to disinfect them every time i come home john i simply yeah. cannot leave the house i simply cannot go on like this john <laughs> fix it <laughs> Every time I disinfect them, the quality goes down. <laughs>
1: you know? I hope I get the COVID. I'll <laughs> oh, run with.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, mate, it's great stuff. Great stuff. All right. Um, and you could have a fun little scene like Alexis comes home from making out with someone at the bar, um, mm. and she coughs once, and the family like freaks out. Yeah. Uh, you know, David accuses her of having COVID, and we get the classic like, "You, did it because you know. there's
1: already the episode where she got head lice, isn't there?
2: Exactly, exactly. Just great stuff all around. Possibilities are endless, mate.
1: I really like that. I <laughs> imagine, like, Twyla having to organise the home delivery of the food of the yeah, cafe. That could be fun. Exactly.
2: Yeah, a bit of fun. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Tons of stuff you can do with it.
1: It is funny. We're going to do an episode about Schitt's Creek.
2: Um, yeah, once you hurry up and finish oh, it. Okay. Yeah. I've got a job, Dylan. So do I.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can work from home, though. I can't do that.
2: Anyway. I can't watch it while I'm working.
1: <laughs> mm, okay. Says you.
2: Yeah. Right. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's good. Well, my episode, Dylan, about COVID. You could do COVID or anything, but I think Shits Creek during COVID that'd be really fascinating. Good
2: work. Mm. Thanks,
1: mate. Um, I was thinking a little slightly different. You know, community mm. one of our shows.
2: Oh yeah. Um, okay.
1: Set, set during COVID. But The COVID lends
2: itself to sitcoms, I feel.
1: I think so too, yeah. And obviously, yeah. it's a very serious thing. We don't try to make fun of COVID because, you know, many people have died about it over in America. Like, we've done pretty well down here in Australia, but mm. Americans, Jesus Christ, you're only just getting on track of it now.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um,
1: COVID-19 for community, though, would really be about remote learning, I think.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> a, a huge thing. Same call cool shenanigans, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I think it'd all be on Zoom and, you know, Depends on who's teaching the class, maybe Chang or maybe someone else is trying to keep track of them all over a Zoom call. Guessing someone like, like some of them just wouldn't, wouldn't participate at all. Andy would be there for sure, trying to get them yeah, on yeah. track. Oh, yeah. Shirley would have her kids around her. She wouldn't be able to concentrate.
2: Would Jeff be focusing or?
1: He'd be texting the whole time on. and not realising that he's on camera or something. <laughs> yeah. Pierce wouldn't yeah. be able to use the the computer oh, yeah. at all. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think um, Troy and I would probably be doing like sending gifts and and using the oh, filters yeah, yeah. on Zoom
2: and stuff. Troy'd keep changing like his background, that sort of thing. Yeah,
1: and like he's just, all of a sudden he's got like a cat face, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the dean would come in, and I think he might have some like he might share his screen and then have some weird stuff.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, like a like a naked picture of Jeff like classing my naked body. That's yeah, of... that's
1: right, Dalmatian or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Give so, yeah, that. I haven't really thought of an idea of, like, the plot, but there are some scenarios that I think would be interesting.
2: Would the whole thing be filmed in, like, a Zoom call? Would it be, like, a concept of
1: yeah, I that think sort that, of thing? I think if any showed to do that, community definitely would do yeah. that, wouldn't they? Yeah,
2: absolutely, yeah. So, right. yeah, if you do it that way, banger, yeah. I reckon. Yeah,
1: all right. What's your next one, Dylan?
2: Well, this next one, I don't know if you've seen or heard of this show, Lonnie. We'll see. Uh, Quantum Leap. Well, I've heard of it. I have actually seen it though, but yeah, tell me about it, Dylan. Okay. So Quantum Leap, for those who don't know, it's about a scientist called Sam Beckett who finds himself in an experiment gone wrong. So basically he finds himself leaping into other bodies through time. So he can basically takes over a person's consciousness for a time. He has to right or wrong in history and that sort of thing. So change history for the better, all mm-hmm. that. And once he does that successfully, he's off, leaps into the next body, next episode.
1: He's trying to get back to his own body, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it ended saying that he chose to just never go home and he just kept leaving. Jeez, sort okay. Of yeah. <laughs> Forever. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, a bit of an yeah, ending, but that's mm. all right. Mm. That's why we're bringing it back as well. All right. Yeah. So basically how it works is that he can only leap throughout time within his lifetime. Mm. So I think he was born like in the 50s or something like that, so he couldn't go before that, anything like that. hmm I'd argue that he is getting older technically in, like, the current times because his body is still in the chamber and whoever he leaps into, their consciousness leaps into his body in, like, the time chamber that they've got in the present, that sort of thing.
1: Well, they're just stuck there, are they, while he's working it while out? While he's doing
2: shit, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Correct. I mean, it's for the better. He's changing their lives so for the better in the hmm. long run. Oh, so. it's to... But, yeah, so technically his body would be ageing, I think, so we could technically start it now. And then we can do anything before this year, pretty yep. much. Okay. So my concept is that he stops the Hobbit Law. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You remember the Hobbit Law, Lonnie? This
1: is something to do with the, they changed the rules about actors and stuff in New Zealand. Is that the one you're talking about?
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So yeah. basically, they like um, change it so that like the film crews and that are like individual contractors. Mm. Pretty much, so they don't get any rights to like holiday pay over time, they can't unionize that sort of thing. Pretty dodgy, eh? Hey? Very dodgy. Um, it was only changed that way because they were like disputing like uh terms and conditions of their contracts for the Hobbit movies. Mm.
1: Um, and so Warner and Brothers just, kind of convinced the government to change their rules. That's uh, well,
2: idea. they pretty much gave them an ultimate and they're like, if you're gonna do this, we're just gonna film somewhere else. And they're like, oh, don't, no. No, we like having big films here. So we just take away all the rights from work, that sort of thing. Yeah, Will that I'll work do. for you? Yeah. has. So, yeah, something that needs to be stopped, Lonnie, mm. for that one. Um, so, yeah, he's going to he's gonna leap into the body of uh, Peter Jackson for that one. <laughs> so he's going to start off. He leaps in because he doesn't know where he is most of the time. His memory a bit like Swiss cheese as well. Mm. He can't remember some stuff whenever he leaps. So he's going to leap into the body. It'll be in the middle of a scene that sort of thing from The Hobbit. Right. And people are like, what are you doing, Peter? Are you going to direct the scene? That sort of thing. He's like, uh, you know, yeah, a bit of fun <laughs> stuff like that, yeah. I mean, uh, but, yeah, he leaps into the body um, and, yeah, just, uh, you know, have some fun dramatic scenes. You could have a, a fun little scene if Ian McKellen's up for it. He could come back, do the role, have a talk to him about how the Hobbit lore is bad and that sort of thing because
1: mm-hmm.
2: from what I've heard, Peter Jackson, when he's been interviewed about it, he's pretty – ambivalent towards it. he seems to be on the studio side that sort of thing so this to be changing history for the better that sort of thing
1: well yeah who'd he go with the, the workers or the people paying him wage yeah
2: yeah exactly I mean, exactly so yeah he'd like uh Yeah, you just sort it out pretty much. You'd be like appealing to Warner Brothers and that sort of thing. You'd appeal to the New Zealand government because I imagine you'd have some sway in some way.
1: You'd think so, wouldn't he? In in between the the two people. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, I like it. Fictionalize it a bit. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, you can have the law repealed, change the lives of film crews in New Zealand for the better.
1: And do we get better movies out of
2: it? I just want Quantum Leap back more than anything. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Good one, Dylan. Yeah, thank you. Now, my next one, Dylan, this is where I'm kind of, you'll see, I'm sort of oh, no. drawing in some fictional world together, okay?
2: Okay, yeah, sure, sure, yeah.
1: This is maybe my, my second best one, though, okay? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Daryl Kerrigan. You may know him from the castle, Dylan.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Michael Caton in yeah. the castle. Tell him he's dreaming. Tell him yeah.
1: he's dreaming, Yep. And <laughs> his his castle. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Kerrigan is the only one left in his family... After Thanos' snap,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also have a Thanos snap one. It's it's a quick one, but yeah, okay, okay yeah. What's yours?
1: Well, Daryl he's distraught because he loves nothing more than his family, and he's, well, his his oh. wife especially. Absolutely, he's yeah. a family man. He's all about his family. He went to the High Court of Australia, Dylan, mm. to defend his family's home. That he did. That he did. So without them, he's a wreck of a man. Fair point. Yep. Yeah. He's depressed. He can't do anything. Can't work. He can't do anything at all, Dylan.
2: Does he pull a Hawkeye and start uh, taking out, like, the are and that sort of thing?
1: <laughs> he gets a bad haircut and then he goes to... Japan. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, come on. Nah. I like his hair in
1: that. <laughs> okay, way. that's weird. you think? Oh, okay. Right. Now, one person he's kind of did survive, I should say, his yeah. son-in-law, played by Eric oh, Banner. Boy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And he's also, you know, similarly distraught over oh, losing the course. family. Yep. Yeah. They start going to Bonnie Dune together, Dylan. He's a okay. holiday home, by the lake yeah yeah they start getting close they start going more and more every weekend oh they start getting close they start getting too close
2: romantic Uh, okay
1: after one beautiful night one terrible night of passion they part ways they can't they can't do this anymore dylan it's it's hurting them as much as they're loving it okay
2: so it's like a breakback back mountain sort of situation
1: well you know, when you're, when you're in pain, you have to go find someone to... Oh, yeah, pain. find
2: comfort in someone yeah. else, sure. yeah, Even yeah. your
1: son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, okay. Daryl ends up meeting someone called yeah. Caroline. He meets her on, you know, Tinder or whatever the old person version of Tinder is. <laughs> okay. She's also a snap widow. And they get together after a couple of years, because it's five years, isn't it, between, between snaps?
2: yeah god this is going to make things very complicated when they come back.
1: well he's almost back to normal he's a new normal you know but he's normal again yeah but then mr hulk goes and snaps his fingers and brings everyone back mm. so daryl is body caught between you know his family who are back he's loving them because they're back he missed them so much yeah but also he's got a new family wow <laughs> and her family's back as well plus he's yeah. got to talk to his daughter about eric banner <laughs>
2: Yeah, having sex with him.
1: Yeah, um, but the very worst thing, Dylan. Yeah, in this five years, he had to sell the house.
2: Fucking hell, this is drama to the max. This one,
1: they've lost their castle, Dylan. Oh no, can they still be a family with all these changes? Probably not, right? Well, that's all I've written, and if you want more than the third, want the third act, you have to pay me
2: to, to hear it. So, oh, okay,
1: what fun though, <laughs> right?
2: calling the Australian Film Institute at ransom. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If they want to make some money. Don't.
2: Mm.
1: (laughs) Probably better ideas than that, but. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it.
1: Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, do you have any more? Because I have a whole bunch more?
2: I, uh, yeah, I only have a quick one. This okay. is pretty much a sentence. Go for it's it. also the Thanos snap.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, play school during the Thanos snap. I <laughs> just thought it would be funny if the hosts are playing with Big Ted and Jemima and Big Ted turns to dust. That'd be funny. the host starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then starts making Jemima cry. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. I like that. But anyway, this is just a quick one. Shay thought.
1: Yeah, the the rest of mine are quick ones as well. I haven't really thought oh, yeah. as much detail as... Eric Banner and Mulgaten at the point of doing together. Um, again, some of these are like about serious things, but we're not trying to make light of it. It's just like a what-if scenario. Yeah. Um, so this one is Scrubs um, during the Me Too movement. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. And Dr. is in trouble. Well, the whole staff.
1: when you think about it, the Todd is sacked straight away.
2: Oh, 100%. He's <laughs> gone. <laughs>
1: And like, you think about it, a lot of them would be sacked, wouldn't they? Just the way they behave and...
2: Oh, Dr. Cox isn't that bad. He's mean to everyone, not just women. That that's sort of true. Thing.
1: But I think and it's not... Like, really.
2: Uh, doesn't take advantage of women either. He's just a dick to everyone.
1: He's a dick. He probably would have to stop using his gendered nicknames against JD. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like know. Fairy
2: Boy and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That sort of okay. thing. Yeah. Um,
1: a lot of the stuff... I remember my brother recently told me he's watching a bit of Scrubs again and he's like, there's an episode where Todd learns that to be respectful of women, you can look but not touch. <laughs> like, oh Yeah. And it, you, know, you think about it, like, he gets away with it because he's such a good doctor and such a good surgeon. Like, that's how it... Yeah. Which is kind of what Me Too is all about, is that that doesn't you know, insulate you from, from damage. So, again, yeah. not trying to make fun of Me Too movement because I think that's really great that that's all happened and fully supportive. But, yeah, if you think about some of these shows where... They're very much a before and after, isn't there, in terms of that sort of thing?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's fair enough.
1: I might need to help with this one, Dylan.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: It's Marty McFly <gasps> during Y2K. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I mean, as we know, Y2K didn't actually happen yes.
2: in the way that people worried about, but
1: maybe if it did, maybe that'd it, be, you know.
2: But was it because Marty stopped it? corner? Hey, that- there we go. Did he bring the dock to like a secret government facility and mm. hack in, fix the, fix the bug, that yeah. sort of thing, yeah. you know?
1: Who's like a real bug in this, probably in this world. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, That's
2: they, all I got they, there. Yeah. Well, yeah, or they can fly the DeLorean to stop nukes in midair by some shenanigans, that sort of thing, you know?
1: Right, Why good. not? That'd be good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Breaking Bad.
2: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Which I think was set around, like when the first series came out around like two thousand and nine or ten, wasn't it? So
2: two thousand eight
1: actually. At eight was okay, and then but the show went. I think in universe went for about two years, but on, on TV obviously went for a bit longer.
2: But uh, yeah, year and a bit, yeah. I think, because I think he's like he turns fifty at the start. Mm. I can't remember. Yeah, fifty two, I think he was yeah. by the end of it, wasn't he? At the cafe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: So what we're going to do? We're going to assume this happens a little bit later. Okay. And everyone gets obsessed with Hamilton for a few weeks.
2: So is this after like Walt, spoiler alert, everyone, so after like Walt dies and that sort of thing? No, I
1: think we're just going to pretend that Hamilton came out earlier and so they're doing their whatever they're up to. They're mm. cooking math, but they're singing along to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's fine, yeah.
1: They um, go to like some sort of meeting with Gus and they're all just humming the songs to each other oh yeah okay they start yeah. quoting it to each other hank starts like even hank gets obsessed with it and
2: it's really getting obsessed with it but you know <laughs> uh, i could definitely see uh jesse and walt humming it while they're cooking meth oh, and right. that sort of, that'd be good yeah yeah and it could even be like uh, you know jesse you know uh, you know i didn't know you were into hamilton that sort of thing <laughs> just kind of, yeah it's cool man you know it's it, it it slaps, dude, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> was that Jesse or was that um, Tommy Wiseau? <laughs> <laughs> a
2: bit of both. thing, you know.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, that, that one, I think, is more of a conceptual idea than the fully thought out one.
2: Yeah, yeah, fair enough, yeah.
1: Danny Ocean of Ocean's Eleven, the, the George, oh, George Clooney okay. version.
2: Okay. Oh, Riff, thanks, Sinatra.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Danny Ocean and his fellas, they somehow pull a heist on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire?
2: Okay, yeah.
1: Now there was that coughing thing, wasn't there? In Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where people were like cheating right coughs. But I thought there'd ah. be something else, you know, something like that. They could do a heist of some sort.
2: So are they actually going to steal the money, or are they going to abuse the rules of the mm-hmm. show and kind I mean, of just win it? Up to you, Bill. It's not my pitch, mate. <laughs> I think Danny Ocean would be like the guy probably
1: who was on the show.
2: Mm, okay
1: yeah again more conceptual fair enough Fair enough. um lost in translation but it's also godzilla <laughs> sure speaks for itself
2: <laughs> as much as it can yes yes
1: uh it's peep show during <laughs> during brexit
2: yeah okay yeah. yeah i was considering office during brexit yeah that yeah sort of thing yeah
1: also harry potter brexit again still of a british show i guess you could just do it during brexit and see how they react
2: yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I could definitely see Peep show during the Brexit and that sort of thing. Like, Jez yeah. would be like, what does it fucking matter? And the market would be freaking out about it. That sort mm-hmm. of thing. would be fun. Yeah.
1: I think that'd be good. And yeah, Jez wouldn't know anything about what it's about. Nah.
2: He'd just be like, you yeah. know, yeah, fuck England. No, no, fuck uh, Europe. Europe, yeah. What do we need them for? What have they ever done for us? And Mark would be like, Jez, you don't understand. <laughs> you know, sort of thing. Yeah, no, nah, I like that one a lot. That's good. I feel like Jazz would um,
1: he would just go with whatever the last person said to him. That's who he vote for.
2: Yeah, it could have Superhands be like, What you know, what the fuck have Europe ever done for us, mate? Yeah, you know? That's sort I think. Yeah, no, that'd yeah. be fun. I love that. Well, Superhands is like, yeah, needs to get the best drugs or something like that out of
1: <laughs> yeah Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lily. Now, you don't know much about Bluey. we just learned. What
2: is your obsession, mate? It's a good oh, show, Dylan. Jesus. It's the
1: show of the Australian economy at the moment. It's ah. keeping keeping Australians in work. Now, it's set in Brisbane, right? But I was thinking they're going to have a little episode where they go on a trip to Toowoomba in early September for the Carnival of Flowers. But the crossover here, Dylan, is that you and I are in the background
2: on our way to Fibbers. Oh, I like okay. You're on board now. You're on board now. All right, yeah. I'll have some cheeky raspberries. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: So, yeah, it's just that regular blue episode. They're going to the carnival and stuff, and then in the background, you and I probably in, I guess, we're in dog form because they're all dogs and animals in that show. So, yeah, yeah,
2: okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay, we we'll, would
1: we'll be cute, wouldn't we? Yeah, I guess.
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. I just don't get the obsession, mate. Fuck well, me.
1: watch a couple kind of episodes, man, and you'll see.
2: No, never. Probably won't ever, hey? Okay. Yeah. be like if I was obsessed with fucking Bill and Ben. <laughs> the flowerpot man, mate. It's like if I brought them up every episode, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, to be honest, I haven't watched the greatest deal of Bluey, but what I have watched with my niece and nephew is really good, so.
2: Enough. Hannibal. Okay, yeah. Of I'm the on recent board. TV show, which is quite terrific. Mads Mickelson on yeah. board. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yep.
1: He, it's set during that weekend or so where everyone started playing in Pokemon Go. <laughs>
2: Is he like picking off victims who like go into like abandoned paddocks and that sort of
1: thing? Yeah, he's finding him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's awesome. doing it and he's like talking to Will about it when he's giving Will therapy. Have you seen Hannibal?
2: Uh, only bits and pieces. yeah. yeah. yeah but he's, I know what you're talking about. He's
1: often there giving therapy to, to Will Graham who's like the, mm. the cop. He's like
2: like, yeah.
1: tell me Will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's great.
1: Are you capturing the Pokemon, or are they capturing you?
2: <laughs> well done. Well done. um
1: Okay, I've got two two here. Uh, yeah. Almost at the end. Two here that I'd pretty much just do it again. Okay, so it's like Forrest Gump. Do it again, just.
2: Oh yeah, just lost all recent events. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: And the same with Boyhood. Just do it again. Oh.
2: No? okay. Yeah, fuck boyhood,
1: mate. <laughs> um, no, and related, related to that, School of Rock, you could do like a just a reunion of, of the class, getting back together from another band. So <laughs> just do sure. it again. I guess, yeah, why not? You'll like this one, Dylan.
2: Yeah.
1: It's Indiana Jones. <gasps> All right, yeah. So we're now 13 years on from his last movie, which was set in 1957. So we're in 1970. Dylan. Indies going to the moon. Yeah, don't like that, sorry. Um, okay, well what the fuck?
2: What's about mystical stuff? What the fuck's on the moon that's so mystical?
1: Um Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> there was that's a movie. About that, there? there was like a movie about Nazis being on the far side of the moon, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure there is <laughs> uh, somewhere, yes you don't see Indy being part of the moon, like, that'd be fun. No. That'd be awesome.
2: No, that's stupid, mate. No? No, I don't like that. Okay. Gee, you can't please some people, can you? What else happened in the 70s that was so exciting? Vietnam War?
1: Well, I thought you could do Watergate, but then that's, again, yeah. what does Indy do then?
2: Yeah, Vietnam, Going to Vietnam yeah. and, like, fighting uh, the Vietnamese in the, in the war at the time, that sort of thing. Maybe. Possibly. The moon deal. I think
1: the moon's the way to go.
2: No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Vetoed, mate.
1: Um, and that kind of draws me to um, superior films, just being period pieces in general.
2: Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I think
1: Meso um, from Wiki Planet has talked about they should do a Terminator, but it's like set in the old West. That'd be cool.
2: Jesus, they would stand no chance against the Terminator. Yeah, that'd be fun though. I don't know. Him just slaughtering poor <laughs> people on the west front. Yeah. On yeah. the west. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: you could do that. Yeah, um, okay. They've also spoken about like the new, like the next James Bond should be a period piece back in the nineteen sixties. I think that'd be really interesting.
2: Yeah, it'd be interesting to have James Bond set in the sixties rather mm. than being made in the sixties. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Sure that'd be good. Yeah.
1: And they kind of did they did that at least for the X X Men um, Days of Future mm. Past, and then the next ones were set in the eighties and nineties, but not really were they? They didn't really care enough to to make them set in the eighties and nineties.
2: No, no, not really. Yeah.
1: But I think it could be cool to do that yeah I
2: like that James One one yeah good mm. um, yeah no I liked it a lot good stuff um,
1: Finding Nemo but now the Great Bear Reef has died off
2: Jesus okay it's no. depressing but...
1: depressing one for sure no you're
2: gonna make like a graveyard that sort of thing yeah like, yeah dead yeah. coral
1: on yeah. That. yeah good stuff I mean it's happening so I
2: mean it is but...
1: Louis Theroux it's... Dylan Louis Theroux our, our boy Is that yeah. Levy Three, you know him, Rachel. Yeah, possibly. What's he in? He does um he does documentaries on the BBC. No, no sorry. Okay, well, I'll send you a picture. Of course, you know Levy Three.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's the picture, mate? It's I. I can tell you now. It's probably not going to jog anything. I want you know my, that right now.
1: I'll send you his Wikipedia.
2: So if he does documentaries, does he have his face forward and that sort of thing in the in the documentaries? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is, Lonnie. He's the most Jesus.
1: famous documentarian of the 21st David century. David
2: Attenborough? No, Louis Theroux. No, the most famous is David Attenborough. No way. You kidding yourself?
1: Louis Theroux gets out there. He gets amongst the people.
2: You kidding yourself? T- Dude, don't even joke yourself. Okay. Have you seen that video? <laughs> <laughs> What's the video? Oh, it's just like a, a sketch video from like 13 years ago. It's like, okay. Dude, don't even figure yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you afterwards.
1: <laughs> good, good work. Okay, thank you. Now, let me through. Well, explain it to you, he sort of goes and finds weird people, um, weird subcultures, and he, a whole series where he went around America having weird weekends with people. So he'd go to, like, Nazis, you know, and spend the weekend with them. he go to people who were, like, preppers, like, doomsday preppers. He went to people who are, like, obsessed with aliens. Um, he's done things like he's gone to spend time with um in the westboro baptist church um pretty much yeah like subtle weird subcultures he'll get amongst them and um spend some time with them and let them sort of tell their side of the story but also he's not like pro any of these people he's just like trying to understand them from like a, a human level yeah okay so what it's i was thinking he could do this same concept with the joker
2: so you want Louis Theroux to die? <laughs> Don't want him to die. The Joker you... wouldn't kill him. Are you kidding?
1: No, Joker's a. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say a good boy. He's not. I was gonna say. A... <laughs> I was gonna say he's not a killer. He's a killer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Murdered thousands, you know. <laughs> That's all right.
1: I just think the Joker would would be interested in being interviewed at length by a documentarian. Don't you reckon? I'm sure he would, but then at the end he'd kill him. No, well. Maybe he tries to and Batman saves him. That's how we can keep you okay. really alive. How about that?
2: Yeah, I like that. That's fair enough. Yep. Yeah, cool. Yep, yep.
1: But as a concept, though, wouldn't that be interesting to having like a mockumentary style thing about superheroes? Like,
2: yeah, it could be. I think yeah, it'd be yeah. cool.
1: And, and super villains, especially. Um, I can't believe it in a Louis. What? Do you not get that in Peloton? What's going on?
2: Do I not get Louis Theroux? <laughs> I don't get him anyway. What do you mean? But I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean you don't know what I'm talking about? What to... It's on
1: the BBC, so it's off on ABC. No, I, don't watch, I don't watch the BBC. I, I don't think, watch ABC. I think there's someone, stand, Dylan. I've got DVDs of you. Okay, okay great. We're going to do a looser episode coming up no, soon. No, yeah? fuck no. I no don't
2: you'll, care love about it. you'll love it. No, you'll love it. God damn it. This is what ends the podcast. You will love it,
1: Dylan. Jesus.
2: Oh, That's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs Fucking
1: hell. Okay. Well, well, we can talk about that later, if you like. Do I not? <laughs> I've got one more, Dylan. It's actually a real one. It's not one of mine. It's a real one I stumbled across.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Just yeah. by happenstance. And it was kind of doing exactly what we're talking about.
2: Mm. So
1: it's on YouTube. It's a user called... It's Synwave. It's
2: P-S-Y-N-W-A-V. So we'll, Oh, yeah. You, okay. know, you know them. No. <laughs> no. What the, they've the done. Louis Through of YouTube. <laughs> Unknown. Irrelevant.
1: Louis Threw is one of the most famous people in Britain, but okay. I'm s- yeah,
2: okay, whatever. Righto.
1: Um, it's called Slamilton. And it's the songs of Hamilton combined with the soundtrack and plot of Space Jam.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. you, you're into it? <laughs> I mean, more than Louis Through, yeah, yeah.
1: You'll eat your words, Dylan. You'll eat your words <laughs> so, so much.
2: Ah uh, mate, I'm not a fan of Crow, so,
1: you know. Oh, no, But, yeah, that's really interesting. I'll link it in our show notes. But, yeah, they it's really interesting. Again, they do not all work, and I'm not, like, I mentioned Hamilton a bit because it's so popular on Space Jam. You I was,
2: was going to say, go on about Hamilton, jeans. I,
1: I do. Well, to be honest, Dylan, guess what? In this episode, this Hamilton, new songs, they include the bit I hate about Hamilton. You know the thing about the cat? I,
2: don't,
0: I haven't the watched
1: Hamilton, Tomcat. I brought the Tomcat up about... Biopics about lies and biopics.
2: Oh, ah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Cat that was that's still included, so yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway, if you want oh, to see Hamilton it. combined with <laughs> Space Jam, this is the way to go. I'll link it below. It's really awesome. Okay. So that's that's been me talking about Seinfeld my 11 style uh, fan fiction. What do you reckon? All doing? So yeah.
2: yeah, great stuff, mate.
1: Some interesting concepts there. I like yours especially. The yeah. creek was good. Thanks, Ben. <laughs>
2: I thought it was pretty good. Is,
1: um, is Johnny Rose still there with you, actually?
2: <laughs> did you like that, did you? Know? Yeah.
1: Have you got anything to say?
2: Uh, You know, it, uh, uh, the boys are on uh, all the socials, you know. <laughs> and, it's, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a great time.
1: Yeah. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> um, speaking of small-town America, Dylan. Oh, yeah. My Get Amongst It episode or <gasps> section for this week, guess what? It's got to be Superman and Lois, hasn't it?
2: Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, go on.
1: I've been telling you about this um, like... Non-stop? Two yeah. weeks, I guess, now. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's, it's it's a New Year's show on the CW, superhero sort of um, side of things they do. And it's the first one I've watched. And from what I'm understanding now, it's kind of a higher level of quality than those other CW shows.
2: Yeah, I watched a scene from it. Um, And it was very well done. And I said to you... If, if the rest of the show is like this, you're going to be severely disappointed with the other ones because <laughs> Supergirl is not good. Yeah. Um, it might get better in the later seasons, but I saw season one and, like, the first bit of season two, not good.
1: Didn't go with it, eh?
2: Arrow's not great either. Again, mm. I only watched the first three seasons, but pretty bad. Flash is all right. Becomes a bit of villain of the week.
1: Hmm. Well, so far, Superman and Lois, the basic premise is... There's been five episodes out, so if you want to get amongst it, this is the best time to do it. Um, yeah. So Superman and Lois' premise, they go back to Smallville. They've got um, two twin boys, and they're sort of navigating life as parents and working parents rather than the Superman traditionally, who's like, you know, just living with Lois and stuff. So mm. small town America, raising kids, family drama, the kids are at school, they're playing football, that sort of side of things, but also the Superman... There's are some shady characters around. Lois is there being a journalist. And, like, I'm a bit I'm of a softy, so I like the, the idea of the family drama side of it. Um, but also, I love Superman, so, you know.
2: Is there much Superman action in it, or not really? Or?
1: It's a little bit like, you know, here's our Superman action scene of the week. <laughs> um, oh, okay. But mainly it's, a, it's more about the family and the drama side of things. But they're not skipping on the action when it happens, and it's... Yeah, know, TV budget, obviously, but it's doing pretty well for, for that. I think um,
2: it's good. Have any notable villains turned up yet at all?
1: Um, well, there's one villain, actually. He looks yeah. exactly like our boy Mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mark the Man Irons, our, our theme song singer. Yeah, right. I actually, I took a screenshot of it and I said it to Mark, and I'm like, good to see you got some acting work <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> and um, he agreed it's him, so,
2: yeah, pretty what, good. What villain is it?
1: Oh, uh, it wasn't a known one. It was just some guy who I think he was part of Inter Gang actually. Oh. He escaped from prison and had like a big gun. Oh, is that? It. And he's also um sings theme songs for podcasts. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, got him.
2: <laughs> no. Nice.
1: Sidman Lois. I really do recommend getting amongst it. Unfortunately, here in Australia, you have to um, <laughs> get amongst it via binge. But you know. Ah oh, okay, I thought you were going to say pirate it. Well, you can pirate if you like, but...
2: No, naughty. No, naughty, naughty. Do
1: um, and as I said, it's five episodes. It's a bit of a break at the moment, back in May. So, yeah, by the time this goes out, probably more episodes will be out coming soon. So, please, do watch it.
2: Jesus. It's like you made the show, mate. You're so obsessed with it. <laughs> want people to watch it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. Dylan, as you mentioned, as, as Johnny Rose mentioned, actually, we're on the, <laughs> the socials. Yeah. It'd be right. great if you could listen.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Give us a like, a, a review, a follow, a rating.
2: Contact us. Let just know yeah. how much you love us or how much you hate us. Just mm. give us contact. Mm.
1: Tell your friends as well. And the good thing about our um, series is that you can pretty much listen to any episode. You know, the whole library is yours at
2: your, at your leisure. Oh, yeah. You jump in at any point you want to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: All right, Dylan. Until next time, guess what? I miss you, man i miss you man i was gonna do a, like a moira maybe i'll give it a go
2: go on i miss you man <laughs> and uh you know I, I miss you man you know it's... Well, how did alexis
1: talk how she talk
2: i miss you man
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. give me a give me a uh david i can't do a good david though he's like yeah i don't know I miss you, man. Yeah, kind of similar, hey.
2: I don't know how to do it without sounding stereotypical. Mm. So. But, I mean, I guess it is.
1: Give me one more
2: Roland on for the road, hey? I can't do Roland either, really. So, like, oh. you know. Yeah. Dance, sweet monkey. <laughs> Dance. Jesus. What's that?
1: Just trying to make you do do things for me. I was like.
2: Ah, okay. Yeah, I thought okay. it was a Roland quote. I was like, I don't remember that. Just <laughs> fucking going off the rails. This ending part. Give me, Jesus. Give me your best mutt what's happening here <laughs> my best mutt yeah silence because no. he's not in the show anymore thanks yeah fuck okay. this ending what's happening here all
0: right see ya <laughs>
2: my babies i have to disinfect them every time i come home john
0: Welcome to I Only Like You and Movies, the podcast where Lonnie and Sine share all of their thoughts on the latest film and television releases. Most of the time we celebrate films that we love. You need to see this. (laughs) What would you give it, Lon? Five stars? Yeah, definitely.
1: Best movies you've seen in a long, long time.
0: Other times, we have very different opinions. One of the worst films I've ever seen, if not the worst film I've ever seen. It's horrible
1: It's a good it's movie. It's so bad.
0: No, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. I don't know how you like this. Join us for some laughs.
1: As a little woman... How dare you. What did you think of the movie? <laughs> yes, I've been thinking about that joke since we saw the movie. Look, I don't want to shame anybody and, you know, you got some feet stuff going on. That's okay. and Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. But, like, maybe you do. You, pr- you do. But here's one thing I'll say about the feet. Yeah. Right? You don't see feet on, t- on TV or screen much, so...
0: Some thought-provoking discussion.
1: And then when it actually gets to that bit, you're like, oh, they're, they're really doing it. They're really basing a whole movie on that on those two lines.
0: Why do they have human boobs and human hands, but a cat face? Why are some of them wearing sneakers? Sine inevitably forgetting the names of films.
1: The best thing about this film is that Sinead definitely knew what it was called when we went to buy the tickets.
0: Three tickets to Annihilation, please.
1: They do make <laughs> you angry. You know. It rained frogs. Uh, are you thinking of Magnolia?
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally, a little impromptu song. Parasite, we're going to go in people's homes. And Parasite, we're going to have a creepy basement. And Parasite, there's a dog that eats our sausage. <laughs> <laughs> parasite it's the best film hey <laughs> i only like you and movies download it wherever you get your podcasts hey it's paige disorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince